Hi, I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Zach Luna. This year, Spider-Man finally joins the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Spider-Man Homecoming. But 15 years ago, the friendly neighborhood webhead hit the big screen for the first time ever. Introducing Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the Spider-Man movies one minute at a time. Starting with Sam Raimi's web-slinging debut, we discuss everything from genetically engineered super spiders to wall-crawling heroics. Join us as we navigate the great power and great responsibility behind every single minute of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Spider-Man Minute, available at DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Dueling Genre Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Barry. And I'm Chris Dokash. Today we are covering Minute 69 of Clerks, quite possibly the greatest, best of most worlds minute ever. We're joined once again by Nate and Mark, DC Cinematic Minute. Hell yeah. What up? All right. It's going to be an exciting day for you guys. We are going to change location. Not once, but twice. Yeah. This is very exciting stuff. This is a very... It is a, it's a good minute. I was meaning all good <laughs> things by that. Yeah. It, you know, it was, you know, I, I didn't even notice that they're talking about a sex tape and it's minute 69. So <laughs> good on you for wrapping that up. I know that is, that is fantastic timing. And we get the titular <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob in this minute. I know. I and mean, you got it. Got a little bit of everybody this time. You get a, you get Dante, Randall, and Jay and Silent Bob. You get a right? 90% of the people talk in this movie. Well, except Bob. Yeah. Well, yeah, he didn't get any lines. Oh, yeah, he gets, you know, his one line at the end. All right, so minute 69 starts with Dante being a creep and ends with Randall seeing the fine. So uh, right at the beginning, he's whining about not getting the nakedness because because he's not realizing that it's his own fault that he's not getting it because he was an idiot when she brought it up and, you know, shot her down. Yeah. <laughs> and she tells a lie right there. She says she's easy, but she's not that easy. And I had my line after that is, that's not from what we've heard. <laughs> yeah, untrue. That's a lie. <laughs> we already had Rick Dara show up and say that he was screwing you while you were with him. <laughs> on the beach in the ring, right? Yeah. <laughs> on the beach. Yeah. Where, where all the classy ladies go. <laughs> it's true, though, I that just, you said it's like he, he's he's mad at himself for that, for that decision. Because, you know, it's just, that's just what we've been saying the past two days. It's like, yeah, dude, like... You said that at the very end because you know that's what you really wanted, but you messed up, and now you settled for dating a movie, in which case that's all you might get, and then who knows, maybe she will not be with you, you know? You took that gamble. Yeah, and at some point, you might have to pull the trigger and get rid of your other girlfriend. And lose both. No, he's not that guy. <laughs> yeah, so I have that Caitlin kisses him, and that is right after that, you are both cheaters. <laughs> like... He's obviously been emotionally cheating with her for months. But yeah, you're in the same room, you're planning dates that may or may not involve nakedness, and she kissed you. You are both officially cheating on your others. <laughs> Nate, you want to tell us some insight on how to be a romantic? How to be a romantic 101. Plan as many dates as you can with as many people as you can for the same night, just different time slots. Because you know, obviously, you know, got to be smart about it. When I was in college, my the guy who was training me to be a bartender, or whatever, when I was working in a restaurant, he told me that his best friend, whenever they go out, mm-hmm. he his best friend is throughout the entire night going from one girl to the next. Like 
hey, you know, this, this, and that, like, you know, trying to get with him, gets denied, right? He gets denied the entire night. He goes, like, ass The whole bar. Yeah, and, like, go through an entire club of just trying to hit on women until one says yes, bangs for the night, and that's it. That's a score in his book, because out of one out of a hundred, at least you got one, right? Yeah. And that was, like, his, yeah. So you're on Courageous gentleman. That's, yeah, that takes some balls, (laughs) some stupidity, and some bravery all in one. Yeah. To each their own. Yeah, I also feel like if that's what you're going for, like if you're just you're doing the shotgun approach of just trying to get anybody, if you just try to get anybody, you're going to go home with just anybody. <laughs> if that's your play, though, you can't keep using the same bar because eventually you're going to be like, we know this guy, he hits us every night. Who knows, maybe you're up oh, for well. it that night. Yeah, maybe, yeah, I think yeah. That, that might work towards your favor. At least you know he's there. Yeah, I was going to say, you just wear him down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just God, that, that idea like is awful. To, you, you're hoping someone's just like, oh, I guess I'll go home with you. Oh, I know. Like, that's what I was thinking. That's it's what's like so It's like applying awful. for a job. Oh, I oh, guess we'll Jesus. It's different when it's applying <laughs> for a job. It's like... The squeaky wheel's the one that gets oiled. Uh, yeah. I was gonna, I was going to say persistent, but it's persistent on both accounts, which is, it, it works. Uh, the only difference is, if you're too persistent at the club, it's a felony. Very <laughs> <Yeah>, true. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> You gotta be careful with exactly how persistent you are. Yeah. Today's a s- society. Yeah. Today's economy. <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got two real quick things before we leave the RST video. One is he gives Caitlin, or Caitlin gives him a kiss. And she walks towards the door and he just stares creepily, longingly at her as she's leaving before he does his fist pump. <laughs> yeah, before he does his fist pump. Stupid. Yeah, he's got to make sure she gets out of eye shot. <laughs> his stare is unsettling. Yeah, he's got to watch her walk away. I would love to see you. Hate to see, hate to see you go, but love to see you there, walk away. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it's like it's one of those things where you just have to again live in the moment and be like, "Damn, I um, I got two you're juggling two women now. Like you're in it, and you you know, in hindsight, you'd be like, "Hey, it's very bad." But in the moment, you might be like, I'm okay with this. I've watched a lot of Three's Company. We've already been okay. Okay, I'm, so I'm going to turn my mic off. Minute. I'm not going to say yeah. any more. Or pretty much any 80s or 90s sitcom when at some point some character was going to have this exact same dilemma. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've got two dates the same night. It never works out in their favor. Yeah, it always, it always works out well. And <laughs> maybe like one date, they got to dress up as somebody else to pretend to be another character. <laughs> Now, see, I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire a bunch in my life as well, so I think... I was wondering if somebody aspect. would bring it. Yeah, I was wondering if somebody would get the Mrs. Doubtfire one. There we go. It was a run by for Zing. The whole time? The whole time? I know my Mrs. Doubtfire, guys. <laughs> the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> the terrorist, he ran that way. Oh, God, we can't do it. We can't start doing Mrs. Doubtfire clients. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire minute. <laughs> oh, you know what? No. If there was Mrs. Doubtfire minute, I would guest on that podcast. Mm-hmm. The name's already made. It's already set. So just, like, go. <laughs> run with it. Yeah. You know what? Part of me's like, they would never do that. And then the other part of me looks at the 75 movies that are up there, and, like, half of them, you're like, I can't believe anybody did this. Yep. I mean, <laughs> so true. Yeah. God damn. That's true. Just in the, right I mean, the, in the middle you got of your obvious, podcast. I mean, there's the obvious ones. Like, this is kind of an obvious one. And then you guys are doing, like, Tarantino, DC. That makes sense. Star Wars, Star Trek. And then there's just, like, a random one. You're like, oh, okay. Huh. Wouldn't have been, like, one of the first 75 I picked. Like, Clueless, Clueless probably wouldn't have made my top 75. 
Is that a number? I still laugh at the talking cow. Oh, the talking cow one, yeah. That was early, too. That was like the third one. Yeah. It was really early. It makes a lot of sense that the very first movies by Minute was the Big Lebowski one. Like, that makes sense that someone was like, (laughs) you know what would be silly? A movies by Minute podcast. And they just roll with that. It also makes sense that it's it's almost like, because Star Wars is considered the one that comes up with like the actual format. Mm-hmm. Where Gutterballs, the Big Lebowski one, is is almost like the movie, where it's like esoteric and weird, and it's just like every podcast is like an hour long. <laughs> yeah, they're really long episodes on that one. Yeah, because I was going to listen to it. I'm like, I'm going to listen to this. I'm like, oh my god, these episodes are long. <laughs> yeah. Just listen to them on two speed. Two speed? Yeah. Oh, I thought I for some reason I went reverse, like slower two, and I was like, oh. "You want to listen to a slow motion? <laughs> half, Why? Would half you speed? Oh, yeah. I mean, half speed. Yeah, after, maybe when you get to get high and listen to them, maybe like <laughs> listen to them at two speed. Like um, it's not even playing. <laughs> I'm telling you, I listening to podcasts and 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 twice as fast, uh, like speed, like double double speed. It's a really good way to listen to podcasts. It makes people sound more energetic than they ever are like our podcast I listen, I listen to it yeah i listen to my own podcast with nerd with two speed and it sounds like i'm like wow we sound really good and then i bring it back to normal speed i'm like damn we sound tired as fuck yeah the, the only time it's a problem is and i've only ever heard it with like one or two other podcasters and sometimes with myself if you if you're already talking fast at normal speed and you hit it up to double i'm sitting there going i hope everyone can understand what i'm saying if they listen to it at double speed <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but some guys talk. There's some, not just movies by minutes, a lot of podcasts. People talk so slow. You're like, even you put them on double speed, you're oh, like, yeah. oh my god, it just sounds like they're normal. Right, it doesn't sound that much different on double mm-hmm. speed. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like it's how I talk. This has been the double speed minute. <laughs> Speaking of double speed, let's uh, talk about Jay and Silent Bob cutting a rug here outside. Let's cut outside. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, he walks over to, to Silent Bob, and I think he pats him on the ass, and then he pats him on the dick, and then he pats him on the ass yeah. again. Do you see that? They're just comfortable <laughs> with each other, man. Yeah. He's getting them They're to dance. Like me. <laughs> well, he does get him to dance, because then Bob starts moving for a I don't know, I like it's... the Bob dance. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. Oh, but... both are great. I think Kevin... Yeah, Kevin did himself a lot of favors, though, because he puts himself way in the shadows. Yeah, in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of he flicks the cigarette and just starts going. <laughs> yeah, this whole bit is is just really good, you know. And it's it's you know we don't see a lot of directing, like oops, we don't see a lot of cinematography come out of this film. Uh, but this moment is so well paced. Like, if not for cinematography, at least the editing of the film is kind of on point. Like that deserved to be right after that long scene. Um, in kind of like a high moment for Dante. And it's just like, yeah, let's get some energy. Let's get some like, just, you know, well, badass shit going on. That part isn't in the script at all. That Jay and Bob dancing outside there. Not in the script, that part. <laughs> it's just good transition work. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> intermission. The, 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 the first time they're dancing is, but this, it looks like maybe they cut the dance in half and stuck this one afterwards just to, you know, separate yeah. a little bit. This is the, that's the scene in, uh, Used to make Kevin Smith upset. He would ask people. People would be like, "Oh, I love your movies. I've seen Clerks. It's my favorite movie." He would ask them, well, "What's your favorite scene?" And they'd be like, "When Jay and Silent Bob dance." And he's like, "Oh my god! You know, I wrote that script." <laughs> he's like, "All that talking." And he's like, "And your favorite part is when Jay and Silent Bob dance." 
it's very apparent <laughs> that he wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I wrote that whole script. Like, I trust me, I know. I it's very apparent. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like some people you just know. Like I know when Kevin Smith wrote a script. You know when Quentin Tarantino has written a script, mm-hmm. or like Aaron Sorkin. Some guys are like, yeah, I know who wrote this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and then. As we break it, anybody else got anything to say more about the Jay and Silent Bob dance? It's awesome, but I don't know if there's much to say about it. <laughs> so, was there a reason that Kevin Smith was in the shadows? Flattery. I still think he's trying to cover himself up. Yeah. Oh, yeah? No one knows who you are. No offense. Yeah, but he's, he, he's concerned. He, no, but for him, he thinks he's so fat that every every time he's on screen, it bothers him. What? Really? Which it's is funny, because this, this might be him at his thinnest. Right. I mean, he's always got a problem. He's still, right now, he's not even that heavy, and he still talks about how fat he is. His podcast is called Fat Man on Batman. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, now, now he doesn't really care, yeah. That sucks, man. But he still says he's fat. Yeah, he always talks about it. He's, he's like, he's blossomed into such a character. Like, his persona is not what it used to be. Like, I think maybe Silent Bob helped him, like, blossom into, like, who he is now, you know, like, hockey jersey wearing like foul mouth like i like comic books i'm here to talk well, about comic books but like back then he was like it's he had his hair done nice and he's had really nerdy glasses and he's like oh i wrote this script about superman returns will you please make a movie about it and it's <laughs> but I like think, i think that was <laughs> to put it into your guys reference that was him at Cl- as clark kent his Superman is what he's doing now. This is who he really is. And probably always has been. But before, I think he was trying to play the game a little bit still. Yeah. Of like, I'm just, I'm just a kid from New Jersey who's out in Hollywood. You know, I gotta do whatever. You know, I gotta play the game. And as you can tell from like his last three movies, he stopped giving a shit a long time ago of like what people thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah it was yeah, after him. He's making movies for himself. It was, well, it was after Zack and yeah. Mary blew up and he had the big fight with Harvey Weinstein. Which, in retrospect, makes him look even better. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. And then, and then they had a big falling out, and like that movie did very badly, considering like how much who was in it. Like there was actual stars in it, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "I'm never making a movie again. I'm retiring." And then he started smoking weed and was like, "Wait a minute, why do I give a shit?" And then <laughs> that was that was like phase three of his life. We've all been there, right? It hit the spliff, man. Who gives a fuck anymore? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great moment when in a job or a situation when you can finally get to like the oh wait a minute why why do I care about this mm-hmm. been there I'm already do what there. I want to do <laughs> yeah. living it that's the best feeling that's kind of how I feel like that at work I kind of feel like that when I'm editing sometimes too it gets so much quicker <laughs> like the more jobs you go through to like the point where it's like you get hired and you're already in the state of like I am who I am and I don't give a shit about yeah, this you hired me <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, now right now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every once in a while, you'll have a moment where you're like, you find yourself, you're trying hard or you're doing a little extra. And all of a sudden you, you're like, well, wait a minute. What am I doing? Like, what? <laughs> this is, this is not benefiting me. What am I trying to do here? Mm-hmm. So we all want to be more, a little more like Dante, apparently. Or do we, we want to be a little bit more like Randall? And well, everybody wants to be like Randall. Well, I meant like just in, in regards to this minute of like, was he trying to say? He says something like, Oh, I wanted to... Yep. Sorry, I can't... I don't have the script with me. I don't know. But in regards he to what he brings... Porn. Yeah. yeah, but in, in oh, regards yeah. to what he says, where he's more like, hey, I want to know what if I'm into it, or something like that. 
He wants to expand his horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> Which again, like, kind of brings it like back to how super bad was kind of like my coming of age film and like watching that movie where you know uh, Jonah Hill, who's playing Seth, is like. Oh, you know, like I subscribe to all these porn channels. You never know, like, what you're going to be into. You know, I'm going to uh, subscribe to them all. And, like, who knows, like, what I might be into 10 years from now. And it's like, that's what this, like, that feels like it was influenced from, like, scenes like this. But it is one of those moments where you go, huh, I guess you're right. Maybe, maybe you should give it a there's chance. A, there's a scene in Mallrats <laughs> where I've quoted one of the lines before. But it's when, uh, shit, it's not in Mallrats. It's Chasing Amy. When he's t- the the one guy takes a duffel bag full of pornography every time they go somewhere, and he asks him, like, "Why do you bring all that? Why can't you just bring one magazine?" He tells him, "Variety is the spice of life." That's very true. He's like, and then, he's, he's like "I don't." I, he's like, "I don't know what I'll be into." Sometimes I want just regular, you know, I want uh, girl on girl. Sometimes I want I want threesomes. Sometimes I want. And he goes down this whole list of stuff. It's very true. Yeah. If I could tell you how many times every single meal of my life, I wish I had it in a buffet style, just for the variety aspect. I'm not trying to overeat, guys. Come on, I'm not a. I thought we were going to keep talking about porn because I, you know, I've. Well, yeah, porn the same way. Let's yeah, go with that. but I was just referring to more food because one, I'm starving right now. I scroll through the categories and I go, "What am I into right now?" <laughs> you just, that random. You button. just put your cursor over and close your eyes and just click and see what. <laughs> It's nice that you have that option now, not like uh, Randall had to run to another movie store to find what he liked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just pick up your phone. <laughs> oh, no, you don't have to go and walk into the weird beaded place and buy Best of or rent Best, best of Both Worlds. <laughs> and then take him up to the counter and have the guy give you a weird look when you walk up to the counter. <laughs> I like that he says, it's chicks with dicks that put mine to shame. That's what he says about the movie. <laughs> Well, that, that was probably the uh, that was the tagline for the movie. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and if you're wondering, listeners, will he be watching that later? Yes, he will. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So no matter who walks in, he's watching. Yeah. It. I wonder if that exists now. It's such an easy title. It's what best of both worlds. Yeah, it has to. Sure. Well, I mean, it's a, it's yeah. an, isn't it an episode of Star Trek called "The Best of Both Worlds"? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's the Borg episode. Now we're looking for the metaphysical porn video where it's like a Star Trek parody, but it also yeah, that exists. No, a Star Trek parody called Best of Both Worlds, but it's also Chicks with Dicks. I'm sure it exists. And so it's like <laughs> the culmination the of both. World. And I got uh, Hannah Montana and Miley Cyrus, Best of Both Worlds. There we go. <laughs> That's exactly what I got when I Googled <laughs> Best of Both Worlds. <laughs> uh, we are a fan of Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty sure she's not in that movie since she may not have been born by the time this movie came out. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> the best of both worlds was the episode where uh, Captain Picard was assimilated by the Borg. That, is that the one with Whoopi Goldberg? She the whole show. In that one, yes. She's, she's in, in the it. show. Was she in the entire series? I thought she was only in like a handful of episodes, like right in the middle. She was in a handful of episodes, but she was in that yeah. one because it. That's the first time, or not the first time to see the Borg, but the first time the Borg show up at Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm. Star Trek. Star Trek Minute. <laughs> Talking to the I added an XXX after the I added an XXX after the Google search, and there's definitely a porn movie called Best of Both Worlds on Pornhub, too. So, <laughs> But I'm afraid to click it. I don't want to go any further than that. Not even well, a you, can drop that into, even... you can drop that into the listener group, Chris. <laughs> 
<laughs> Drop it right in the list. <laughs> That'll be in the show notes. Ooh. That's a lie. We don't do show notes. All right, you talked me into it. I clicked it. Uh, well, the thumbnail is a guy sucking another guy's penis. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure how far oh, I put it. thanks for cleaning that up for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to say dick on a podcast. <laughs> I don't know. That might be the name of the episode. Mark, you didn't oh, even click the thumbnail. You just no, jumped right mind. into this. I, I don't want to have to, like, I don't want to get the verbal thrashing from Scott for putting that up. I don't up. think it's a... That quality was fantastic. Did you yeah, see it was that? a Brazzers video, so it's like cool. there you go, paying name drop. But no, I think that one that one was different. That was not um, hermaphroditic. That was hermaphroditic. <laughs> 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 is that the proper word? That's what he says. This one was instead. It, Sounds good. So this, this one was weird. Instead, it was it was interracial, and they said best of both worlds. That sounds racist, in my opinion. But that sounds pretty racist. I went to it, and a big sign just said came up and said, "Go back to work." <laughs> no stand a chance, Bob. Go back to work. Discouragement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, right at the end of the minute, we get the he gives the fine that he was given the five hundred dollar fine for selling cigarettes to a minor. Yes. Which uh, that's a nice five hundred dollar fine. We talked about it earlier. He's not allowed to contest it, so he has to pay it. Right. Which is and it's double the actual fine because she was so young. Yeah, because she was four. Didn't it just go up to twenty one? Yeah, he's. <laughs> yeah, it just went up to 21. Yeah. He sold cigarettes to a four-year-old. Yeah, I don't Wait. know where it is out in podcast land, but in Jersey, it's 21. It's a state-to-state thing? Yes. He's, yeah, I think I it is. I believe so, yeah. Because it was 18 until about a month or two. No, it was 19. Here. They'd already raised it once. Yeah. They already raised it to 19. Apparently. Where is it? What is it there? As, as the non-smokers try to figure out what the hell the smoking age is here. <laughs> Yeah, because apparently... Is it 21 where you're at? Oh, uh, it's 18. It's 18, but... And, it's 18. and then alcohol is 21. 21. But from what I've right. heard is that all states regulate their own drinking age as well. But they get an incentive to keep it at 21. That's why every all 50 states have drinking age 21, even though that... Yeah, but I think the incentive yeah. is something like, if you don't keep it at 21, we'll pull your highway funds. Yeah, yeah it's something like that. You know, here in New... Here in New Jersey, we can't buy alcohol in, like, gas stations and uh, Wawa's and things like that. Yeah, you can't pump your own gas, man. (laughs) No, we can't pump our own gas, but we can't get alcohol. You guys get alcohol everywhere. This is Florida. You can pretty much do anything. You can... Yeah. I I was just down there. It was amazing. Wild swamp. On Sundays, there's signs that say you can't buy it before a certain time, right? Are you talking about us? In Florida. Um, There's counties. They have it there for you to grab. Well, oh, it's different. And, yeah, and different too. stores have rules. Like, there's a grocery store here. Um, what is it? Publix. You can't buy alcohol before 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. And it's um, so odd that you can grab it and carry it around, but you like if you didn't know, you would try to buy. Oh, it. Oh, dude, it happened here, all they the don't time. Open them. I would. Yeah. I would have to work in grocery yeah, stores at like 5 a.m. and there would be people walking in there at 7 o'clock at doors open trying to get all this alcohol. Oh, that would you know, nuts. Yeah, and it's like, oh, no, sorry, man, you got to wait two hours. Yeah, there think, were people that would freak sure out. Oh, yeah, they would yell, yeah. yell all the time. It's 7, it's seven in the morning. It's, it's, uh, you can't just give it to me. I bet. I bet oh, you got yeah. them screaming Sundays at, at, like, theme parks, you can't serve alcohol until, like, noon. I think it's no. I think it's noon here, too, Chris. I think it's noon on Sunday. It's noon here, but they don't, they don't actually open the stores before... You can buy it. The store is closed until until you can buy the alcohol. Yeah, because it's packaged Cause stores. Enough. It's liquor stores. You have to go to a liquor right. store to buy it. Yeah, but you can go out. You can go out the brunch and get shit faced though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I had a Red Bull in my hand. I was behind a guy with like a king can of Budweiser, and his was cheaper than mine. 
which pissed me off a lot. <laughs> and his is probably less likely to give him kidney stones. <laughs> less likely to wake him up, too. Well, he was going to drink that on the way home. Yeah, well, he probably cracked it in the parking lot. He's fine. It was a light beer. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's like, you need something for the ride home. It's almost, yeah, it's almost like you're not drinking at all. <laughs> well, it's like, it's the same as you ever go to like a fast food place, and you get fast food, and you've eaten it all by the time you get home. That makes you feel good about yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ugh. Well, there's no fries left. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so worse. All right, now that we're world. totally off, I, I, I think we're almost done as we've totally wandered off again. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm good here. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. Alright. Alright guys, this is your last day, so if you have any uh final parting words about clerks, now's the time. Uh final words, Nate, about clerks? It's good. It's uh it's it's a it's a it's a vision. Um I wanna see it as a stage play. I would like to see it as a stage play. I will say I was more in tune with the second one because I watched it at an older age. Um, so I'm kind of, I was basing a lot of my, uh, feelings and thoughts off of already watching the second one, but you know what? I want to go back and, uh, I've watched this movie one time all the way yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, other than that, it was just in bits and pieces, so I'm not very remembrant of it, but I feel like I want to watch it with the mindset of a stage play now. Yeah, I think I might do that as well. And I, I, you know, I've never been, it's never been my movie, my movie of like the coming of age story. Um, but now seeing it in the way that we've talked about the last three days, I feel like if I, and I probably will, I'll revisit this movie and it, it might, it might, um, bother me more emotionally now. Like it might interest me more in that aspect of like kind of already being somewhere through this and in my, you know, having experienced some, some of this stuff. So I, I'm looking forward to like revisiting it and being like, damn, what a messed up life, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, because like when I first saw this, I was younger than them, looking up like, hey, look what these older people are doing. Now I'm way older than they are in this movie. <laughs> like, look at these young, stupid kids. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, look at these fools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So why don't you tell the people out there in Clerks Land where they can find you? Yeah. So Nathan and I also do uh, a couple movies by minute podcasts, and also help produce some other uh, podcasts as well. Um, you can find all our shows at tooldmedia.com. Um, the two main shows Nathan and I, uh, run is DC Cinematic Minute, where we go through all the films of the DC universe, um, currently covering Donald Justice. And then also with Mike, we do the Tarantino Minute podcast. We're currently going through all the films. Um, and right now we're on Pulp Fiction. Um, but the other shows you can find there is Austin Powers Minute, Star Dynamics, where they go through all the albums of Rush, the band. And then there's also Honey Hole My Beer, which is just two girls relaxing, talking about craft beers and uh, just the weirdest stories. And if you want to hear our weird stories, you can go over to DuelingGenre.com. That's where our Jane Silent Bob is based out of. You can check out all the movies by minutes over there, plus all their original content that they have, like Immunities, Geek by Night. They got a Doctor Who podcast over there. Uh, There's always new stuff showing up. Uh, You can check us out on Facebook and Twitter. You can go find our old podcast, The Burbs Minute, where we go through the 99 minutes of The Burbs, minute by minute, that 1989 classic. It's got Tom Hanks in it, people. You should love it. Uh, go over to Movies by Minutes. Make sure you check out all the movies there. Uh, pay special attention to Star Wars Minute, who uh, perfected, let's say, this particular brand of doing podcasting. So I guess that's a good thing. I usually think that, but <laughs> after three weeks with Caitlin, 
I'm starting to rethink my position. <laughs> All right, I think that's it for us. <laughs> we're going to get out of here because we're not supposed to be here today.